0: So a long time ago, I began wondering how America got its name. And so a few years after I started wondering this, I was making content for my uh, Native Entertainment Magazine YouTube channel about Tupac Amaru and Tupac Shakur. I began to connect some dots about the indigenous influence on the world around us. And I actually had a section when I did the actual magazine called Indigenous Influence where I went and I looked for the indigenous influence of... Uh, Buildings, architecture, science Technology, etc It was kind of tough To find those things but they were all around me But it was just really hard to like really make sure That it was something legit But anyway, as a quick note I'm not going to cite sources to say Like some scientific paper or some school thing I'm just jotting down some thoughts And passing them along I would love to have a more formal discussion With someone who has a deeper understanding of history So I can learn more I love history and I'm not Interested in rewriting it I'm just interested in Making sure that I delve Into the factual parts of it Compared to the flights of fantasy That we're often impressed with When we're in school The history books tell us That the Italian Amerigo Vespucci Was the originator of the name Since he was a mapmaker And explorer who Visited the Americas Interestingly Interestingly His birth name was changed to Amerigo only after visiting the Americas. His birth name was Albarigo Vespucci. He was born in 1451 in the Republic of Florence, and he died at the age of 60. He visited the Americas twice. So put that in context. Back then, people's average age of living was probably about 30 to 40. This guy lived a long time. I mean, see had a lot of money and a lot of power, and he was able to afford the good food, the good medicine, and the good care, right? And the good lifestyle that wasn't too strenuous. He visited the Americas twice. According to some sources, he only named himself after the New World was named. So that means he wasn't stupid. He wanted to be remembered. And so he took the name America and he gave it to himself. So he changed his name to America Vespucci, Amerigo Vespucci. Um, he wasn't stupid, like I said, because that lie has been told for generations and most likely it's going to be told for generations to come. I don't know, but we're in the age of renovation and we're in the fourth turning. This is the generation that spurs massive social change. So maybe we can get the history books to tell the truth. We'll see. So where did the name America really come from? Well, the Mayans have a word or phrase that they call their lands, América, or something similar to that. The Spaniards were pretty accurate record keepers, and in their records they have various spellings of the lands that they were in. It's really interesting to know that Vespucci sailed with the Spaniard name Olanzo de Ojeda in 1499. In his bookkeeping, his, his, his journals and his records, Ojeda refers to this place as America or Amarica. And at this time, I think Amerigo Vespucci still used his Christian birth name of Albarigo Vespucci, but I'm not sure. I'm still trying to find that. So if you have an answer out there, let me know. Um, The Mayan people call their land Amerique, which means country of the strong winds or land of strong winds. When Columbus reached the outer islands of the Americas, the locals there call the peoples of the mainland Americans. Quick note, if you're enjoying this stuff, let me know in the comments um, and hit the like button. And please subscribe. I'm trying to grow my channel. Columbus visited North America several times, and in each of those trips, it's possible that he learned words that the locals spoke so as to better understand the people that he was interacting with. We're not getting into colonialism or any of that right now. We're just, I'm trying to focus right now just on this thing, the name. Could he have learned the name America uh, uh, or variations of that name like America or America from the local people and quite simply just began to use it as he and his men described the lands that they were in? They wrote a lot of reports, a lot of journals, a lot of document a lot of documenting things so they had to figure out what things were called and put it down into their journals. The Incans called their territory amaruka. Other native peoples called their land simply Amataka or apana. Pana meaning land, country, region or this little fucking area that I'm standing in. Map makers back in Europe more than likely used the name that the Spaniards were using in their voyages to describe the lands that they were exploring because it just made too much sense to name this newly discovered exotic world what the people were calling it. After all, Amatica is the name being referred to in the Spanish documents, and those do- those documents are being read by key decision makers who are getting ready to spend a lot more money in hopes of getting more money. And when the big brains sit around discussing these voyages... I'm pretty sure they would most likely have been referring to this new world by the only names that they had to go by at the time, like America, America, America Pana. So why cause confusion by having detailed records calling this place one thing and then sitting down to discuss the future voyages calling it something else? That would be idiotic and a waste of time and money. So there you have it, a quick, rough, and very brief history shot from the hip of how America actually got its name. I didn't explore any of the other ideas as to how and why some certain Europeans could have influenced the name, because really, in my point of view, they don't matter. This version that I went over is the most plausible and the most realistic version of how America got its name. Could I be wrong? Sure. Why not? You can make your own decision and form your own opinions. Let me know in the comments below. You might wonder why I decided to make this video on the origin of the name of America. It's pretty simple. Because as a native person uh, who was born and raised on a reservation in New Mexico, I always felt like I never really fit into the American grand scheme of things. I always saw white people as real American heroes in the media and in school books, which I know is also a form of media. And even as a military guy in the infantry who has served in a few countries around the world, I still didn't feel as quote unquote American as the white people I served with. I kind of felt like I was betraying my people. On one hand, I'm feeling that I need to be a warrior And on another hand, I'm feeling like I'm not quite as American as the next guy because I come from a conquered people. So I've been on a multi-decade quest to find out what it means to be an American as an indigenous person. I'm always looking for answers and ways to pass that info on to somebody else. It took me years to finally give in and wear military-related regalia, you know, like shirts that say um, cool shit about whatever thing you did, your MOS and stuff. But these days, I fly a flag in my front yard. I make my own custom infantry clothing to wear called fucking grunt. doesn't sound cute or nice, but then again, there's nothing cute or nice about being a fucking grunt. There's a famous saying. It goes like this. For the ones who walk before us, for the ones who walk among us, and for the ones who walk after us. I've heard it over and over and over in sweat lodges throughout my life, and I've always felt like it's been a, a compass for my raggedy endeavors. I'm going to do another one like this on the creation of the Constitution and its indigenous um, inspiration and the native social architects who actually helped develop it, and it's really interesting. It's a really interesting subject for me. I'm hoping to talk to some some lawyers who are... Who are um, well-versed in the constitution so we can have a valid discussion. Um, if not, I'll just kind of dig into things and kind of shoot from the hip and see where I, where I end up with stuff. Um, I think I might do one on the origins of the Navajo government and its um, quote-unquote sovereignty. Um, it's I, I did a video like this way back in the day before YouTube came out, but over the years you lose computers, you lose stuff, you, things crash. Um, so I'm just going to make a quick version like what I'm making here on that because I think that one's going to be really, really interesting and I'd like to tie it in later down the road with the constitutional one Um, but I just wanted this American one right here to stand on its own feet because it's super important as an indigenous person in the Americas to understand it's okay to be an American. Love being an American. The name came from you. It's our name, right? So be proud to be an American because you helped this become what it is you help this name that is understood across the planet um, as the as the land of milk and honey i'm talking about the the u.s for this perspective and if you know more about any of these subjects than i do please hit me up i'd love to have a conversation with you on my podcast adios